with the God Has This podcast, where we lean on God for understanding, direction, and encouragement. I never realized how much I noticed the remains of communion until they weren't there. A year ago, there would be dried puddles of grape juice drippings on the floor in front of the altar. Often, there were smaller drips leading away from the altar, and if you followed it closely, it usually led to a prayer kneeler or back to someone's seat. And alongside those drips were crumbs of bread, some large enough to be their own communion serving, and some tiny, almost invisible against the wood grain of the floor. A year ago, I paid them no mind. I knew the custodian, we call her the bridge keeper, would come through during the week and sweep away the crumbs and mop away the sticky juice spots. The following Sunday, there would be no evidence of last week's communion rituals. But a few weeks ago, I was walking alone through the semi-dark and entirely empty space of our sanctuary, and I realized there were no crumbs. It's been about 40 weeks since we really broke bread together. Our tradition every Sunday around 11 a.m. was to recount the sacrifice of Jesus, rejoice in our forgiveness, and receive the yummy gift of torn Hawaiian bread dipped in Welch's grape juice. Not every church celebrates communion weekly, and not every church uses Hawaiian bread and grape juice. But this has been our tradition from the beginning. And our last day to do this together was on the fourth anniversary of our first day of doing this together. So over the last year, we have ripped open little individual communion sets and winced at the nearly fermented grape juice splash or the tasteless foamy wafer. The sound of that rip has become almost liturgical. Almost. Or we've brought cinnamon rolls and tea to our laptops and phone screens to share in a video love feast. I think my favorite version of this was the person that told me that they were using andouille sausage and chicory. Our members circled the building in a car parade to receive their individual communion set and performed the liturgical rip inside their car. And we have spoken aloud the words of confession and thanksgiving and blessing. But it's been 40 weeks since we celebrated and we broke bread together. So here's the part where I'm supposed to say, God has this. This is where I can applaud the life-saving efforts of my congregants to adapt to this year's pandemic. This is where I can use terms like unprecedented, challenging, or pivot. I can add my verse to the song, we're all in this together. And maybe I will circle back to those things. But first, a lament. I miss the crumbs. I miss the grape juice drips. I miss the wadded Kleenexes at the prayer altar. I miss the hugs and the handshakes and the hand-holding during prayer. I miss breaking bread together. Coaches and teachers and vision leaders are appropriately asking us what we have learned in this season and what we will carry with us from this season and what we have abandoned with good reason this season. We have learned that a majority of meetings can and should be emails. We've learned that Zoom calls work just fine across the miles. We have learned that we are incredibly resilient and creative, and adaptive when we need to be. We've learned that we really enjoy our creature comforts. We've learned that we take some otherwise unnoticed services for granted in our society. We have learned the value of human interaction. 
union was taught to the Corinthian church by Paul. He explained to them that as often as we eat the bread and drink the cup, we are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 11, 26. Announcing death seems sobering. Then again, I receive death announcements daily on my phone these days. Several apps make sure that I am alerted to today's COVID death toll. Who ever imagined such an idea? Weekly announcing the death of a Messiah doesn't seem particularly encouraging until we realize that his death means I won't suffer my own spiritual death. We remember. We remind each other with the announcement. We give thanks as we reenact the breaking and the blessing and the giving. Christ has died. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. Hallelujah. Christ will come again. Hallelujah. This death put to death our sin and our spiritual death. This death is followed by resurrection. This death took the sting out of our physical death. We announce His death to one another to remember. We announce His death to the power of sin and darkness to put them on notice. Your days are numbered. Already the horizon brightens with the hint of dawn. We still have our physical death to contend with, and the death of people we love, the death of people we depended on, the death of too many people all at once. And we will continue to announce those deaths and hopefully remain sober and vigilant in our awareness. But let's not stop announcing Christ's death. Let's not stop celebrating His resurrection. Let's not stop anticipating His return. I know God has remained good and strong and present to us over the past year. I know God still has a plan for our future that is good, even if that plan includes our suffering. I know God's promises remain true. I know more deeply how much I love the gathering of the body. I know more acutely how much I need the presence of my Christian brothers and sisters. I know more than ever how much I miss the sounds of choirs and noisy nurseries and long-winded prayers. And hopefully, I will not take for granted the trails of crumbs and juice and tears and songs and prayers of the saints that linger in the semi-dark sanctuary on a Monday morning. It's been 40 weeks since we have really broken bread together. I might weep when we get to do it again. Will you pray with me? Father, my heart misses my church family. I'm thankful for the avenues of connection we still have, but I long for a return in the sanctuary. Help me to stay connected instead of isolated. Help me to remember those who may feel more lonely than I do. Help me to develop my relationship with you even more. And when this season is through and we come and go from the prayer altar as we please, help me to remember how very precious every crumb of this body really is. For the sake of your kingdom, Jesus. Amen. 
Today's scripture references are found in the show notes. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to hear more, please click the subscribe button. And remember, sharing this podcast is a great way to encourage a friend.